anyway. <laughs> That's right. Stand with me if you would. Turn to page number 308. 308. Appreciate y'all being here. On the last. I told Lisa play the Rocky theme song while he's coming in. Dum dum da da dum da da. -dum. <laughs> Here he is. All you brothers up. All right. Good morning. How are you? Good to see you this morning. Good to be here in the house of the Lord as always. And uh, got a couple things on the docket this morning. Uh, so, um, just want to give you uh, some uh, some information uh, that we've got coming up. Uh, uh, ladies, please make plans to attend the ladies' luncheon on Saturday at 11 o'clock. Uh, please sign up today. Invite a friend, daughter, mother. Um, need several men to help serve in the kitchen. Several men to help serve in the kitchen. If you can help in the kitchen, see Miss Sherry. If you plan on coming, please make sure that you sign up. Get that signed up today. They need, they need, they need um, to have a count for that, and uh, that'll be a big help if you will um, if you will do that um, today uh, for uh, the ladies uh, ladies mother daughter luncheon and uh, coming up on Saturday at eleven o'clock. And then, um, of course, Mother's Day is coming up. Mother's Day is a great day to invite somebody to church. And it's not like, let me tell you how Mother's Day works. It's not that you invite your mother to church. It's moms that say to their kids, hey, if you want to get me something, come to church. And, uh, and we get, it's one of our biggest days uh, of the year. And uh, so invite people out. And we're going to have a great, uh, great Mother's Day uh, coming up, uh, and uh, looking forward, uh, looking forward uh, to that. Uh, we uh, this is our first Sunday of the month, so I'm going to ask all the children if they'll come forward. Uh, all the children, if you'll come forward, uh, grab a bucket. This is our first Sunday. If you're not, if you're uh, first time with us, uh, or you haven't been 
just a couple times. Uh, we collect money the first Sunday of the month, and all the money that comes in uh, goes towards our missionaries' children for Christmas. So if you have, some of you are old hat at this, you know what it is. If you'll slip your hand up, one of the children will come by and um, uh, collect that for you. All that comes in here, all of this goes towards our missionaries' kids for um, for Christmas time. And um, so appreciate you, uh, appreciate you uh, having a part in that. Again, slip your hand up just long enough for a kid, uh, one of the kids to come by and collect uh, collect that money. We got one over here. Y'all need to spread out. Got some more back there. See the hands. Look for the hands, guys. And if they don't put their hand up, just go stand in front of them until they put the money in there. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. You think you got everybody? If once you're done, you can put the put it right down here on the front. Anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? All right, we good, Miss Dottie, right there. Miss Miss Dottie's spread, spreading hers around. All right, you can just drop drop it off. Right up at the front. Thank you, kids, for doing that and having a part in that. And thank you for giving. Uh, again, that'll be collected. VBS usually goes towards that. Uh, towards Christmas, as we get closer to Christmas, we'll do it a little bit more often um, than once a month, just so that we can, um, just so that we can uh, collect as much as we can. And then again, it goes to the kids. Um, of our missionaries uh, of the, uh, that's 18 years old and uh, younger that are at home. Uh, just a, just an extra blessing to them. Generally, if we have enough in our, uh, our uh, missions fund, we generally send a Christmas gift to all of our missionaries. And, uh, and then this is something that's just a little bit more uh, for uh, the children. So thank you for um, having a part in that. This time I'd like to recognize our visitors. Your first time with us here at Rinkin Baptist Temple, we'd like to recognize you. If you could just slip your hand up. Any first-time visitors with us uh, this morning, it's certainly good to see you and uh, have you with us uh, this morning in the services uh, and looking forward to having a great time around uh, God's Word. At this time, we're going to take up our offering. Hope you came prepared to give in the offering. Let's be faithful. As God has blessed us, let's remember our tithes, offerings, uh, missions, all the opportunities that we have uh, to give back a portion of what God has blessed us with and he has so richly blessed us so let's be good stewards uh, with uh with that uh blessing brother Wendell Strauss would you pray this morning for our offering and our services please sir
all stand with me if you would. Turn around, grab a hand, give a smile, shake hands, greet one another, let you know each other, let each other know you're glad to see us. Show them what to do after that. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. I need every lady in here. Everyone that can sing or pretend to sing or, I mean, heck, I get up here every Sunday, so if I can do this, you can pretend to sing. So on the chorus, ladies, help me out with the fill-in part. Penny, you're in charge of leading that. You ready? All right, on the first. 
This time, Brother Joe's going to tell Lily one minute, and then she's going to sing after that. All right, we do have uh, some graduates we would like to recognize uh, in uh, the services uh, uh, this morning, and uh, we're so proud uh, of every one uh, of our graduates. We've got two uh, that uh, graduating high school this year, and then we've got two that have graduated uh, from college uh, this year as well, and so we uh, are uh, very proud of them. And uh, for for the graduates, um, I noticed uh, back in the foyer, uh, if you're graduating, uh, every one of our graduates has a spot 
and uh, you have a card or a gift or something back there, make sure that you grab that. It's right back there in the foyer uh, on the back wall. Uh, but we do want to recognize uh, our graduates uh, uh, before we have our special and before we, um, before we um, have our message. Um, so I, I give our graduates a, a, an option whether they want to say something or not. Um, some do and some don't. Um, I didn't ask Trey, so Trey is one of the do's, and so um, he's gonna—he's uh, just gonna come up. And just come on, buddy. You're, you're, we're, we're, we're on the same page. Not, not much, uh, but uh, but I do want to recognize. Uh, I want to recognize a couple people, uh, and uh, I always want to recognize too, uh, uh, mom and dad, and uh, families as well uh, that have helped them through uh, to graduate, whether it be high school or um, or college. And so we certainly appreciate um, all the efforts that were put in to be a blessing uh, and a help. Uh, the first one uh, I want to recognize is Evan Way. Evan, come on down here. He uh, opted not to speak, and I'm not going to be mean, and so um, I'm going to not make him speak. Uh, but Evan uh, is graduating uh, from high school this year, and he is um, uh, heading to uh, Augusta uh, University. And um, so we are really proud of him. We just got a gift for him. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, oh, he will say something. All right. I'm proud of him. All right, go for it. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Man, it's weird up here. <laughs> you know, I've been going here since I was like five years old. And the whole time I've been here, I've gotten nothing but love from any, like each and every one of y'all. I can't be more grateful for the love that y'all have given me and supported me through this. And... The y'all that the love that I know y'all continue to give me through college, so thank you. It's a whole different ball game when you have to get up here and uh, look at everybody. And some of y'all, some of y'all are easy because you smile. Some of y'all look at like you're gonna rip your head off, and so you just a little mixture of both. But um, uh, we appreciate Evan and uh, his family. And uh, praise, praise God, God has brought him to this point. Uh, the next graduate is Trey Gordy. And Trey is going to come on down here. He's going to say something. And uh, Trey has been accepted uh, to Point uh, University. And uh, we're really proud of him. And uh, he's going to be going to college there, playing football there. And uh, so uh, we uh, really appreciate him. <laughs> I mean, you see some smiles over here. All right. I mean, when I got here, it was, we came here because of my Nana and Papa, and it was like, oh, my goodness. I miss them so much, by the way. But Pastor Joe was the one that led me to my salvation. And I, oh, my goodness, I can't forget that. I'll never forget that. He just, and he, one time he mentioned something about me, Pastor, and I'm like, I ain't getting up there and speaking in front of everybody. But I mean, I'm doing it right now, and I, I could care less right now. But... I mean, that's what I want to do when I'm older. I want to be a pastor. I mean, I'm going to go to Point, play football. Lord willing, I could stay healthy. But I'm going to study education and ministry there. I'm going to get my master's degree in ministry because it's a private Christian school. Hopefully I can come back down here and get my dues paid from being a level one school, like my mom said, and just I'll teach. Try and reach the kids young because that's what happened to me. So thank you all for all y'all's kind support and everything because y'all just, y'all are home. And I don't want I don't want to leave, but I'll come back. I'll come back and be up here with Pastor Joe someday. So, 
And, and both, uh, I'm telling you, if you know Evan and Trey, they both have great testimonies and um, just love the Lord. And I'm so, uh, so proud of them. And, um, and you come on, bud. You come on and uh, you come on right up back here and uh, we'd love to have you here. And so uh, we're so proud of them. Uh, so we also have two uh, college graduates, too, that have um, uh, completed uh, their uh, college courses and graduated this year. And uh, the first one is Ashton uh, Woody, and uh, Ashton is going to, uh, or she graduated from Ogeechee. And so, Ashton, you come on up here, and um, I'm not going to make her say anything either, but we got a gift, uh, we got a gift for her. And then uh, the the second one is, of course, uh, my daughter uh, Anna. Um, we don't have a gift for her because she already got all her gifts, and um, uh, literally she got a gift. I didn't know she was going to be able to be here uh, for uh, for this, uh, so I gave her a gift before she was going to go back. But she's not going back until this afternoon. To pray for her, she's got to go uh, go back to. Um, she graduated, finished while she was working at Truett. Uh, conference center there in um, North Carolina uh, and uh, she walked we were able to go to West Virginia uh, and uh, see that uh, we had to we had to hold up and 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 uh, what is it called not FaceTime what is it called video video call or whatever uh, Wendy because she she couldn't be there uh, but she was she had her side on mute and she was screaming and hollering and cheering and she uh she was able to see it as well but um anna come on up here and uh i asked uh, she of course she graduated from uh, uh abc and um she is currently uh working at uh truett conference center uh there in just a small town in hayesville uh north carolina god's using her there and uh we're so uh, proud of her as well so dad didn't give me an option he told me like you trey so on this boat together um and he told me like five minutes ago you're gonna give a speech sounds good <laughs> um but i'm so thankful for everyone who supported me through this journey um some of you might know my story so i'll kind of shorten it but i was at the wilds and i was still in my bachelor's of arts degree for bible theology and ministry. And I was at the wilds, and the Lord just touched my heart for camp ministry. And uh, I, it was so clear and evident to me that camp ministry is missions. And I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to serve the Lord. I want to go into missions. So um, I was like, I do not want to go back to school. It's hard. It's a lot of money. I just don't want to do it. <laughs> so uh, I asked mom and dad, I was like, do I have to finish? Like, do I have to do this? <laughs> and they were like, um, we kind of paid a lot of money, so you should probably get something. <laughs> um, I was like, okay. Um, but also, I know in my heart, like, God, um, he rewards completion. And so I was like, okay, I'll complete something at least. And so I got my associate's of art degree with a little extra. I have about three years of education um, uh, in Bible theology and missions. So that's what I got at ABC, and I'm happy to be done. Um, I'll miss my friends there, but I love it at Truett, and it's everything I've ever wanted. It's wonderful, and I'll be there for the next two years as an intern, so pray for me while I'm there, um, but thank you for your support. And, 
a little piece of home, Harold and Joellen are with me, so I'm all good, I'm taken care of. <laughs> um, and they've just been wonderful and have loved and supported me um, with their whole heart. And thank you, Mom and Dad, for all of the money <laughs> given to my graduation <laughs> um, and everything they've done. So thank you for supporting me and loving me.
spring. Pet peeve of mine. If you don't know it already, I say it all the time. When you're talking about the Psalms as a whole or multiple of them, they are Psalms. If you are turning to Psalm 63, it is Psalm 63. College student, graduating from college, got up and quoted a verse and said, Psalms whatever, and I about lost my mind. It was not, it was not my graduate. Uh, but it's like saying, turn to Revelation 17. There's only one revelation, okay? You don't have to put an S on the end of it. I know these are little things, but little things add up. And little things matter. Psalm 63. Had to get that off my chest. Psalm 63. And we're talking about a closer walk with God. It should be our desire. This really goes uh, for all of us, but especially the graduates uh, this morning, that we should have a desire to walk day by day closer with God, day by day closer with God. When you're in a relationship, whether that relationship uh, is a, um, a, a marriage relationship or it's a relationship with a friend or a relationship with a family, um, what you do is you spend time with that person and you get to know them. When you get married, and you move in with a person, you begin to know a lot more about that person that you didn't know previous. You can, you can be told about the person. You can, uh, somebody can share things with you about that person. But until you're with that person, you see, he could be the greatest guy in the world. But if he's a jerk at home, she can be just the most wonderful person that you've ever met. But how are they? I've told my girls this. I said, you need, before you ever get married, you need to see that man in multiple different areas of his life. I told them, I told both of my girls, before you ever start truly dating somebody, they're going to have to come and work a wee ones. One, we can use the free labor. And two, listen, it really comes out in a person when, when they have to work hard, right? It's a different environment. So when you're in these different environments, and we're only half joking, they, they know that. Uh, but uh, go on, you know, you go on vacation with them. You go and you do this with them. You meet their parents. You do all these things. What are you doing? You're, lear- you're learning more about them. You're getting to know them better. And it should be our desire as believers. It ought to be our desire to get to know God more. To get to learn and understand Him more. And the only way to do that is to spend time with God. You have to intentionally, you have to on purpose carve out time every day for God. If you don't, the day will get by. Has that ever happened to you? I mean, the busyness of life. Does it? 
I, I understand. Everybody understands. Life is busy. I mean, we've got this pulling us this way. We've got this pulling us this way. And I'm telling you, I mean, it's a, a hundred miles an hour, it seems like, all the time. It's like, I don't know if you've ever done this, but when our kids were young, we never vacationed right, ever. Every time we went on vacation, it was a hundred miles an hour. I mean, if we were going to a park, we did everything in that park. Listen, I'm, I'm the guy that if I'm paying for something, I'm going to get the full benefit of what I'm paying for. No, you're riding that ride. I don't care if you want to ride that ride. The ride's in the park, you're riding it. I paid for you to ride that park. And so, I, we, I mean, boom and boom and boom. And we do, listen, if we did Disney, it was all four parks. I mean, it was. It could have been in three days or in four days, but we did all. I mean, when we got home from vacation, anybody ever do that? You get home from vacation, and you're like, I need a vacation. I am so exhausted. Since I've gotten older, anybody else like this? We go on vacation, and we don't do anything but eat and sit in a chair somewhere. I mean, that's our, you know, we'll go to a th- few thrift stores or whatever, and we let the kids, yeah, you, you guys go and just have yourself a ball. We're just going to relax. You know what we don't do? We don't relax. You know what we don't do? We don't carve out time for things that are important because we're so busy. Is God important to you? I I dare say if I passed a a microphone around this morning and asked that question, I dare say that probably everybody that's sitting in here, I would hope that everybody sitting here say, yes, God's important to me. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm at church. That's why I read my Bible. That's why I pray. That's why I witness. That's why I do the things I do. Why? Because God is important to me. And if God is important to you, then you ought to spend time with him. You see, if your spouse is important to you, you ought to carve time for your spouse. If your children are important to you, you ought to carve time for your children. We went up to West Virginia for Anna's graduation. Wendy wasn't able to go, but we were able to take Dad. So dad went with us, and dad and, and uh, Kyle and me and Anna drove up to West Virginia uh, for, for Anna's graduation. Well, we had uh, one afternoon to do something, and so uh, there's a little town I like to go into, and they've got really good prices on ammunition and knives, and so I love going there. And so we, we went there, and then, uh, and then Anna and Kyle said, look, we went on this hike. So listen. At my age, you start going, whoop, whoop, warning, warning, warning when they say hike, okay? Dad, it's not, not strenuous at all. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You know, these alarms are going off in your head, and, uh, but it's beautiful. We need, we, need, we need to do this. And so I had a choice. Honestly, I had a choice. So we went and dropped Dad off because Dad wasn't going to be able to do that. So we dropped Dad off at the hotel. And I could have I stayed with Dad at the hotel kicked my feet back and had, you know, had a bag of popcorn and, you know, Coke Zero and, and enjoyed, enjoyed my time just doing nothing. Or I could spend time with my kids. So I thought, you know what? My calves are burning today. Muscles I, didn't, I forgot I had are burning today. I'm tired than I probably would have been. But I'm sure glad that I spent time with my kids. You know why? Because my kids are important to me. We went hiking. You talk about gorgeous. Just beautiful. 
And we hiked all the way down, I don't know, it was two and a half miles or whatever it was to the, uh, to the spot, and, and it was just an easy hike. Warning, warning, war you know, the easy hikes. Then we got to the place where you have to park your bike if you rode because the bike won't go there. Yeah, that was, the, that was the bad part. You had to climb all the way down there. Well, guess what? When you climb down something, yeah. So um, I, I, I warned both of them. It got too bad. They were going to carry me. I promise you, one on one side, one on the other, carry me out. It wasn't that bad. But we got down there, and I'm telling you, it just opened up, and it was just, just rocks, and then it was just cliffs. I mean, it was just absolutely gorgeous. This knucklehead over here. Dad, come over to the edge. It's really, really nice. It's only 5,000 feet down. It's just, you know, she's sitting on the edge and I'm over there hyperventilating, you know. But it was an awesome time because we got to spend time together. Every time we go on vacation, some of y'all realize this because you have older kids. We cherish every single time that we're able to go on vacation all together. I know it's coming. I know it's coming when they're going to have their own families and, and they're not going to be able to break free from their work. And I know it's coming when they're going to be out of state and they're going to be in different places. And we already know that now. One's in North Carolina, one's in Pennsylvania. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It gets harder and harder and harder. But you know what? I'm going to cherish every moment because my family is important to me. I love my in-laws. I do. I actually like spending time with my in-laws. Mom's not here. She, Dad's not here. I can't stand that dog. I'm just telling you. I mean, that dog. I, if people think I'm not a dog person, I am. Okay? I, I, I like animals. I think they're great. But let me tell you something. I put up with that dog so I can spend time with my in-laws. You see where I'm going? You see what I'm saying? If something's important to you, you're going to be inconvenienced. You're going you're gonna to say, you know what? This is important enough to me to say no, right? Sometimes you have to say no to something that's not bad so that you can say yes to something that's more important. How many times in your life, I bet we could give testimony, how many times in our life where we had to say no to something good so that we could say yes to something better. It's happened. It happens from time to time. And sometimes uh, uh, we uh, do that, to, uh, or we don't do that enough when it comes uh, uh, to God and a closer walk with Him. Listen to what David said, Psalm 63. Oh God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my helper, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. 
thy right hand upholdeth me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for the foxes. But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Watch what he says. Verse number 8. My soul followeth hard after thee. Do you remember in the New Testament where the Bible talks about Stephanus? Remember that name? Kind of an obscure name. There's really not a lot said about Stephanus. It's really more than just Stephanus. It talks about his household. You know, often in the Bible, the Bible will talk not just about a person, but will talk about that person's family. And the house of Stephanus, you ready? The scripture says the house of Stephanus was addicted to the ministry. They were addicted to the ministry. They had a desire to want to serve God. They had a desire to follow hard after the Lord. Do we follow the Lord because it's convenient? Because if you follow the Lord because it's convenient, when it becomes inconvenient, you will stop following Him. Do you come to church because, well, you have some extra time? Do you come to church because uh, uh, it's expected of you? Do you come there? Why do you do the things that you do? The reason we come to church, the reason we pray, the reason we witness, uh, the reason we do all these things is because we ought to want to have a closer walk with God. I was listening to the commencement Saturday, um, and this man, uh, Dr. Wilburn, spoke. I've never heard of him, but I'm here to tell you, he, he, he reminded me of this godly statesman. He reminded me of a, a, um, a, of a, of a, of a Charles Spurgeon or of a um, D. Martin Lloyd-Jones. I mean, he, he just got up and he, and he spoke, and he ever heard somebody speak, and when they spoke, and every once in a while they'd say something that Wow, and you kind of put an asterisk in your Bible, you put an asterisk in your note, and you write down what he... It's like, dude, you need to slow down because everything you're saying, I'm trying to write down. I mean, this was this kind of a, 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 a guy he was, kind of preacher he was, kind of speaker he was, and, and his whole desire for that class was for the class to have a closer walk with God. Why are we doing, why did you, here, here, was his, here was his premise. I don't even know if he said it, but it was one of his premises. Was, what did you come to Christian college for? What do you, what, what's next? What are you going to do next? You see, we don't serve God for a little time. We don't serve God for a, a portion of our time. We serve God all the time. When we have a desire to grow closer to God day by day, then we follow hard after him. Ready, Matthew 6 says, you remember? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. God said, he's first. Nobody should take precedence in your life over God. 
God ought to be first in your life. Everything that takes precedence in your life over God becomes an idol. Understand that? You don't have to have a little figurine up on a mantle for it to be an idol. There are idols uh, uh, in people's lives uh, uh, all the time. Even good people have idols in their life. Why? Because they put people above God. They put things above God. They spend their time and their money more on other things than they do on God. Does God take precedence in your life? Is He number one in your life? Or is God like a Lucky rabbit's foot. Too often that's what God has become in our Christianity today. When I'm preaching, there are two things that are in my pocket all the time or I panic. One is a pocket knife. I always have a pocket knife in my pocket. And two is this old, just useless rag. Actually, it's a thing to clean your glasses with. When I reach in my pocket, it's there. I mean, in the 20 years that I've been preaching, literally, there might have been twice that I didn't have it. And I thought about going home to get it. It's not my lucky rabbit's foot, but it's just something there that, I, that if I reach in there, I mean, it's, I don't need it. I'm not going to use it for anything. It's just there when I need it. Let me tell you what God has become. There when we need Him. Now, I'm glad, as are you, that God is there when we need Him. I'm glad that when we call on His name, He's there to answer, hear, and answer our prayers. I'm glad that God never leaves us and He never forsakes us. And I'm glad that when we call on Him, He never forsakes us. I'm glad for that. But God's got to be more to us than just there when we need him. Do you know God wants to have a relationship with you? He wants to have a daily relationship with you. He wants you to walk with him and talk with him along life's narrow way. God's desire is to talk with you. God's desire in, in your life is to walk with you. And it's not for God's benefit, it's for yours. The closer I am to God, the better father I am, the better husband I am, the better pastor I am, the better friend I am. The closer I am with God. This has ever happened to you? You go along life and, and you're doing this and you're doing this and, and then you start doing a Bible study on something and you start drawing closer or you go through a problem, you go through a circumstance, this hospital stay and this struggle with Wendy, I've not really said a whole bunch about it, but there was a couple times where it was, it was not good. She was septic and she had very, very, very bad infection. And they opened her up, the infection was absolutely 10 times worse than they thought it was. She's on the way to recovery, and a lot of that's due to your prayers, and I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, she's actually now recovering from her third, this is her third surgery for this situation, but uh, she is starting to recover, and I'm, and I'm thankful for that. But as we were in the hospital, 
Do you know that you can learn through your suffering? Several of the kids, they had all the kids. I love this about this college. If you're graduated, you got your diploma, and you had to go up to the podium, and you had to quote a verse. Now, back when I was in college, I would have said, Jesus wept and went, went on a walking. <laughs> some of them had some great verses. Well, they're all good verses. Don't misunderstand me. But several of them said, the, quoted that verse that said, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. It's good for me that I've been afflicted. Thinking to myself, humanly speaking, that doesn't go good, does it? It doesn't go with our thinking. It's good for me that I'm going through suffering. It's good for me that I'm going through problems. By the way, we all have them, and we all go through them. But if you go through your suffering and you learn nothing, you suffered for no reason. Right? But if you go through that suffering, if you go through that problem, if you go through that affliction, and you really learn something from it, praise God for the suffering. Praise God for the affliction. I'm not getting back in line to go through it again. Don't misunderstand me. I'm just saying I'm glad that I learned some things. Do you know I'm glad that I learned that there are people out there that are suffering far worse than we are? There are people out there, we met uh, two people that were in the hospital. It was just a very, very, very pitiful situation. We're recording, so I'm not going to talk about these two people, but we really tried to minister to these two people. Uh, the one person had to sleep out in their car uh, in the parking lot at night. They had nothing to eat. I mean, they were there because the person that was sick needed an MRI, I mean, they had no money, they had no resources, they had nothing. And I'm thinking to myself, the whole time I'm thinking, not oh, woe is me. But I'm not, not going to tell you I didn't think that from time to time. I'm just telling you, during this time, watching them, you know what I thought? I live a pretty posh lifestyle. I mean, I am privileged. I know that term is thrown around a lot now, that you know, being privileged and all that. But listen to me, I am privileged. But let me tell you, beyond privilege, you know what I am? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. God's been good to me. And whether you recognize it or not, God's been good to you. And if you, if you for one second don't think that's a fact, just go down and spend a week in the hospital. I recommend you bring your own bed. But go down and spend a week in the hospital and find out all the things that people are suffering with. All the things that people are going through. Sometimes we have this narrow vision. You know what God wants us to do? He wants us to open up our vision. Because God is constantly, you ever notice this? The older I get, the more I notice it. God is trying to teach me. Every step I take with God, God is trying to show me. Every step I take with God, God is giving me wisdom and understanding. Every time I get the opportunity to, to, to behold God's handiwork, you know what we miss? You know what we miss? The, we miss the hikes. You know why? Because it takes time to do it. Ah, oh, I can't take time to do that. I mean, I've got 50, 50 other things to do. But you know what, if we never took that hike, we would have never got out into the edge of that rock and been able to look out and just, I mean, 
I could show you pictures, but it doesn't do any good. You can have the best camera in the world. I'm standing there. I'm looking out, and there's, of course, trees all over the place, and, 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 and there's rock faces all over the place. And, and, and out to the right, there was this rock face, and down it was this great big waterfall. I'm thinking to myself, God spoke all of this into existence. God, and this is what I'm thinking when I'm standing there. I'm thinking two things. Anna, get away from the edge. I, I have panic attack. I'm telling you, I don't have panic attacks. Anna, get, come over here, closer to me. And my second thought was, God, you are great and greatly to be praised. I mean, do you miss those moments? Don't lie to me. We all do. We all miss them from time to time. On the way home, we were driving down uh, um, uh, 95, and we were, we were getting home rapidly. Let me just tell me that. And we looked out to the right, and man, there's this beautiful rainbow, and it's a double rainbow. I'm thinking to myself, wow. You know, what, you know what my first thought was? The promises of God. That's what that rainbow is, by the way. It's a promise. And as we look out and we see these things and as we draw closer to God, we can be reminded from day to day how good God is, how good he is in my life, how good he is in my family's life. How can I draw closer to God? First of all, we talked about it last week. We can draw closer to God by knowing him. We must know him. If you're not saved and you don't know Christ as your personal savior, listen to me. Jesus Christ died for your sins. He was buried. He rose again the third day. He died upon that cross. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that wonderful? Can I tell you something? Let me be real blunt with you. You have no hope of heaven without Jesus Christ. Your good works can't get you there. I mean, your baptism can't get you there. Your church membership can't get you there. If I just try a little bit harder. I've, listen, you ever tried at something and just failed? And you tried again and you failed and you tried again and you failed? Listen, Ikea. Anybody ever go to Ikea? My wife, I'm so, we're so blessed there's no Ikea around here. I can promise you right now. If they ever build one, we're moving. But Ikea, my wife loves Ikea. Do you ever buy something from Ikea and look at their instructions? That's the worst instructions I've ever seen in my entire life. Not to mention... It's a, it's, a, it's a foreign company, so half of it is in, in a different language. And I'm thinking to myself, how do I put this thing together? I, throw that away and just go at it yourself. Try, try yourself. Because it's too hard to follow the instructions on how to put that thing together. You ever tried to put something together and failed? You ever said this? Guys, I know you have. Your wife says, what are those extra bolts? Oh, they always put extra ones in there. Right? Because you, you put it together and you failed. And you tried and you failed. And you tried and you failed. Listen to me. You can try all you want to. But I promise you, you're going to fail. You must be born again. What John 3 says, you must be born again. We must know him. We've kind of already talked about that. We talked about that last week. And then we've already talked about point two. I kind of got ahead of myself. But we need to not only know him, but then number two, we need to seek him. We need to seek him. 
You see, for salvation, God came looking for you. Fellowship, we need to be looking for God. Do you understand that? We weren't looking. When I got saved, God came hunting me. I wasn't looking for God. I was out doing my own thing. I was out in the world. I was a a hoodlum. I was just about any name that you could think of. Listen, Paul said this. When God saved me, he saved the chief of sinners. And I can tell you with Paul, when God saved me, he saved the chief of sinners. So God came looking for me for salvation. Are you looking for him when it comes to fellowship? You see, if you look and God's not there, it's not God that moves. God doesn't move. God is, God is right there. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. God's right there to pick you up. God's right there to pull you out of the mud. God's right there to forgive you. God's right there to hear and answer your prayer. God is there. If you look up and the ceiling seems like a, 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 a brass and you can't get a hold of God, and it, you better do a self-examination. Where did you go? How did you walk away? How did you turn your back? Because I'm glad. Listen, think about this for just a second. God turned his back on his son so he didn't have to turn his back on you. Think about that for a second. Do you remember when Jesus became sin for us? The Bible says that Jesus said this from the cross, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God turned his back because he cannot look upon sin so that he didn't have to turn his back on you. God is there. Are you seeking him? We'll talk about it tonight uh, a little bit more in depth. uh, But but how how do we seek God? Number one, we need to seek God early. We need to seek God early. He says there, David says here in Psalm 63, he says, early will I seek thee. Early will I seek thee. Think about this with me for just a second. Isaiah 55 and 6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Matthew 5 and 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. We need to seek him early. Verse number 1, he says, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. Proverbs 8 and 17 says, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Scripture's clear. We need to seek him early. How, when I, when I say early, what do I mean? Number one, we need to seek him early in life. Trey said it. He wants to get his degree, and he wants to preach and, and reach young people. Why? Because, let me tell you something, our young people need the Lord. We don't need to live our our adolescent life and our teen life and our young life and waste it all in the world and then get saved. Some of us did that, some of us regret it. Praise God if you've been saved as as a child. You need to seek God, listen, early in life. Remember Timothy? From a child, the scripture says. You know why? Because of his mother and his grandmother. Because of Lois and Eunice. Why? They invested in him, invested in him, invested in him. Are we investing in our young people? 
They need to be saved at an early age. I tell, uh, I tell young couples that have small children, if you don't get in church for any other reason, get in church for your kids. I appreciate our, listen, I so appreciate our children's ministry and our children's workers. We don't have, our, our nurseries are actually nurseries for babies. This is, this, we, don't, we don't run a daycare. The kids come to our church, and our kids come, kids come to our VBS, they're going to hear the gospel. They're going to be taught the word of God. They're going to be challenged to, uh, to, to, to live for God. I appreciate that about our, 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 our teachers, and you should too. Why? Because early, early in life, we need to reach them. Do you know statistically, the older you get that you're unsaved, the less of a chance that you're going to get saved statistically. It's true. You know why? Because we have settled in our ways. There's a little Japanese girls, they, they have an um, international, um, international program there at ABC. It's Japanese? She was Japanese. Japanese girl that graduated, and she got up there and she quoted Galatians something and uh, quoted it in English, and then she quoted it in Japanese. Really cool. I said, I said they all should have had it done that in a different language. That would have been really neat. But she had an advantage. She was, you know, she was Japanese. But it was really neat to, to hear that. Do you know, as a kid, do you know how fast children pick up languages? You start teaching them languages. They pick it up. They pick it up. Do you know as you get older? You know one of the easiest languages, the, one of the easiest languages in the world is Spanish? It's in level one. There's five levels. Chinese, like Chinese, is a level five. Matter of fact, English is a level five. Spanish is level one. Let me tell you something. At 50 years old, I have no desire to learn Spanish. Zero. What, how do you say that word again? I mean, uh, sorry, I can't. I, over my head. When I was in school and I had to take Greek and Hebrew, man, if it was four, five, six years earlier, it would have been a lot easier. But I'd already been in the Navy. I'd been out of school for a long time, and now I'm taking. There's one one person won the Greek award at ABC. That Joker was in Greek for four years. I mean, you're talking about torture. Had the had the had the highest grade point average. It was a it was a woman, of course, and uh, and she. I mean, she she's obviously going to go to be a translator somewhere because she had a. A penchant for 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 learning languages, and, and she she took Greek for four years. As you get older, it's a lot harder. As you get older, listen to me. If you're not saved, and you know Christ is your Savior, the older you get, the more set in your ways you're going to be, and the more you're going to resist. It's a statistical fact. I'm not saying you can't get saved when you get older. I'm not saying that because people do. I'm just telling you statistically. It's not in your favor. Early. Early we ought to be seeking God. Early in our lives. Early in the day. Right? Don't wait until the day's over. You ought to get up. That's what I tell people all the time. Well, I got up on the wrong side of the bed. Then get back in bed and wake up on the other side. You're the one that's choosing to act the way you're acting. Well, no, these circumstances. No, these circumstances happen to everybody. Seek God early in the day. 
When you get up, have your cup of coffee. My mom says this all the time. She says, she says I have two cups of coffee, one to open this eye and one to open this eye before I do anything else. If you drink coffee, listen, get up, drink your coffee, and have some time with Jesus. It'll make your day better. It'll change your day. Do you pray, do you pray before you go on a trip? Do you pray before you eat your meal? Somebody, I'm sitting with somebody and, 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 we're, and they, we get in a hurry or something and forget to pray. I said, listen, you're going to choke on your food. Let's pray. Do you seek God early in your day? And then do you seek God early in the situation? Do you know what we do? We go through all these problems. We go through all these circumstances. We get all the way through it, and then we think about praying. Oh, God, I've been going through this for about three months now. And God's got to be up in heaven going, what is wrong with you? Of course, God doesn't do that. I would be doing that. I'd be like, why didn't you seek me at the beginning of this situation, of this circumstance, of this meeting, of this relationship, of this whatever it is? You know why? Because we want our own way. We're selfish people. And we're afraid if we ask God, God might say no. <gasps> oh, no. You know, our, you, know what our, you know what our kids learned early? They, weren't, they learned the word no. They're still spool brats, but they learned the word no early. And sometimes it's no, folks. Because it's not God's will. It's no because God wants you to go in this direction and not that direction. We've got to trust God and we must seek Him early. Let's bow our heads for prayer. This morning our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Maybe you're here this morning you've never been saved. You've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Can I tell you this morning, uh, without reservation, I can tell you that God loves you. That God died for you on the cross, was buried, and He rose again the third day. And it is God's desire that you come to repentance in your life. It's God's desire that you be saved. Stop putting it off. Stop waiting. And place your faith and trust in the finished work of Jesus Christ. I'm not sure I'm saved, preacher. I'm not sure if I would die right now. I'd go to heaven to be with God, and I'm concerned about that. Would you pray for me? Just slip your hand up this morning and right back down. I pray for you. I'm not going to come to where you are. I wouldn't embarrass you in any way. I just want to pray for you by need. Please remember me in your prayer, preacher. Is there one? And say, I'm saved. I know Christ is my Savior. Are you seeking Him? Do you have a desire to have a walk with Him and a talk with Him more than anything else? I'll tell you something, church. We must walk with Him. Life's hard. He don't want you to do it alone. He wants you to live for Him and live with Him day by day. Let's stand together, head bowed, eyes closed, piano playing this morning, a hymn invitation. Can I invite you to come this morning? God, help me to walk closer with you. God, help me to seek you early, early in my life, early uh, uh, in the day, early in the situation early in a problem. Don't let God be an add-on. Let God be first place in your life. If you need to come, for whatever reason, as the piano plays this morning, you come.
Amen. Good to see you this morning. Good to be here in the house. Lord, pray if you would. Uh, Anna will be going back this afternoon uh, back to Hayesville.